New Partnerships for Sustainability. The case for public-private watershed management in India. A Thrive podcast by filmmaker and journalist Douglas Varshall. I'm here at the JSW steel plant in the heart of the Iron Ore Belt in India's northern Connecticut state. I'm roughly 300 kilometers northeast of the high-tech city of Bangalore. This steel plant is a big place, spread out over 3,000 industrial acres. Easily, there are tens of thousands of people who live and work here. Just think, big company industrial manufacturing town. Good morning. I am Dr. Vishwanath, working as Chief of Corporate Social Responsibility in JSW Steel Limited. JSW is a company which makes steel, power and cement. We are one of the major steel industry in India. But I'm not here to learn about how steel, power and cement is made. I've been invited by Dr. Vishwanath to visit a public-private local community watershed program JSW is currently involved in. Farming the family plot in communities close by this giant facility, once critical for food security, has largely disappeared. It's not worth people's time and effort anymore. There are too many jobs available locally, and decades of poor water and soil management have made the land almost useless for growing crops. JSW, however, saw this decline in local farming as an opportunity to invest in its neighboring communities. Basically, the company wanted to bring back the family farm, make it sustainable, and mainstream it to village life once again. Here's Dr. Vishwanath talking about why JSW got involved with its neighbors in this watershed and soil fertility project. Ultimately, the sustainability lies in the water and land and the environment. So for the long-term impact, we are not going to be here for temporary. We are going to be here the next 100 years, 200 years in the same community. The community's agriculture is there, land is there, water is there. So environmental sustainability is one of the major impact on the community side. So keeping that into consideration, we have taken this water and soil fertility to keep this for next generation. To reach this goal of improved environmental sustainability, JSW set up a public-private watershed management project between local communities, government, NGOs, and a local technical support team from the International Crops Research Institute for the Semi-Arid Tropics, or ECRASAT. We look for a best partner and bring them. We joined a hand with the government and invited ECRASAT for technical support to come together and collectively address this issue. The big point here is this partnership not only improves environmental sustainability for the community, but it strengthens its social sustainability as well. By having a healthy farmland, farmers can grow their own food and don't have to migrate. For the companies, keeping people in the area is an incentive as it provides access to a stable work pool. It's a classic win-win situation. We leave Dr. Vishnawa's office, and a short time later, less than 20 minutes, just outside the gates of the industrial complex, we're in the field 
at one of the four villages chosen for the first phase of the watershed project. In the blistering sun, we troop through a large field of red-hot chili peppers ripe for harvesting. And soon, we're standing in front of a small dam, recently built across a narrow gully. This is called a check dam, and its purpose is to trap water when it rains and allow that water to percolate into the ground and recharge the groundwater. At the moment, there's no water in sight. Dr. Vishwana stands in the middle of the dry gully and explains why we're here. JSW is surrounded by around 30, 40 villages. Once upon a time, agriculture was the main occupation of these villages. But because of industrialization and a lot of, uh, there are so many options that are available, farmers slowly uh, going out of agriculture. One is because of no water. Second one is there is no much assured yield. So farmers were losing interest. JSW started a survey here. So a lot of water catchment area. So a lot of water was available. More than 90% water was running up. So we requested ICRASAT how best we can stop the water and reduce the speed of water so that groundwater can be stored. We constructed a small check dam here. Because of this intervention, the lot of water got conserved here. 20 farmers failed. They were able to take this water and cultivate. And 15 to 20 borewell water, they got recharged. And within six month time, the people were able to see so much water in the ground. So water conservation was very successful. Along with making sure there's enough groundwater to be used throughout the year, the science team also had to consider soil fertility. Crop yields were abysmal. They really had to be improved in order to entice farmers back into the business of growing things. So besides building rain harvesting structures like this check dam, an extensive soil analysis of the area was also necessary. Over 3,000 soil samples were carefully taken and analyzed. Then, each farming family was given a soil health card for their own particular field. The card looks like a plastic brochure, really, written in the local language. It looks very durable. Importantly, they're also given technical help on how to use it. Mr. Sudi from the science team explains to a farmer and his wife how the card works. This is soil health card, and here all farmer details are here, like farmer name, village name, and the survey number and field type of soil, and the date of soil sample collected. And this column shows what should be the normal level, and this is the observed values. And here we have given the explanation whether it is sufficient or deficient in that particular nutrient. And here, we are giving the recommendations. For example, this one is mage, this one is sorghum, this one is bajra, cotton, sunflower, groundnut, soybean, chili, and onion. And this one, this column shows the nutrient requirement. Following the soil card recommendations on what fertilizers to add to the soil could potentially increase crop yields by 20 to 30%. So armed now with sufficient groundwater, a soil health card, and ample technical support on how to use it, it would seem that farmers would flock back to the fields. But that proved not to be the case. The program still had some challenges to overcome. One is convincing farmers, if I go with any technology, immediately they don't believe. That's why what we do, we take this farmer 
and have a dialogue with other partners. Take this farmers to exposure visit so that these farmers will see and believe, but it takes little time to convince. And the second one is expectations. The development is a long process. So we may fail, we may succeed, don't. Sometimes people expect immediately. So these are the challenges. Dr. Vishwan then takes me back to the red chili pepper field and introduces me to its farmer, Mr. Demopo. His father was a farmer who didn't make much money farming. So Mr. Demopa decided to earn his living as a laborer, supporting his family on about a hundred dollars a month. Dr. Vishnawa explains his recent conversion. One day he saw Ikrasat and JSW was doing something in the water conservation. He came and he saw the activities, what is this, and he understood, okay, this is all about the ground level water increment. Then he saw so much water was flowing. Then he developed the interest, and this person of land, it was not at all under cultivation. He took interest and uh, technical support he took and started preparing a land for the cultivation. This season, Mr. Demopa decided to grow chili, and remarkably, he's expecting well over $4,000 for his harvest. The small farmers, a small piece of land, uh, this is very big amount. That will help the family, educating the children, the lifestyle will improve, and he will motivate other farmers like him. Mr. Sudi with Ikrasat. After this watershed project, many youths are coming back to the agriculture. They are not depending only on the unskilled labor in the factories and the surrounding areas. In this surrounding, there was no crop was grown earlier. Now, the farmer is taking a variety of crops like cotton, chili, and maize. The most important part is the partners were away of the agriculture, now they're coming back to agriculture. Looking out across the very red and valuable crop of chili peppers, I had two final and perhaps delicate questions for Dr. Vishnawan. First question, does JSW use any of the water that's conserved through this watershed project for its own industrial use? No. We need a huge quantity of water. So we are getting from two dams. One is Tungabhadra Dam, another is Almaty Dam. So that water, we are taking it and we have a reservoir here that we store the water or water companies requirement. But what we do in the agriculture, that is exclusively for the uh, enhancing the productivity. I later toured the steel plant and learned that JSW has a whole other massive water conservation program to support its industrial water needs. Worthy, really, of another podcast. My second delicate question a few years ago, the Indian government mandated that businesses had to earmark 2% of their profits to corporate social responsibility programs. So my question to Dr. Vishnawa, if there wasn't a mandated 2% from the government, would JSW invest in this watershed program? Here's his answer. 2% has become now only since last three years. Since 15 to 20 years, JSW is investing. It's like investment, we are not spending. It's a social investment. We want a better society. Money is not a criteria as far as the community development is concerned. So do you consider your public-private watershed program a success? Definitely. Definitely. We have a, now uh, we have succeeded. Now we want to scale it up. See, like watershed, we built only four villages. Now we want to build at least 100 villages. The government is anyway is there. Ikrasat is there. And we want to bring other corporates to scale it up. We believe in strongly in the power of partnership. 
we work for community community work for the company there is a good synergy so under this i can see the great future in closing i think it's certainly safe to say that public private partnerships can be successful because they have obvious benefits for both the private sector and the local community with the benefits in this case centering around the concept of sustainability for the private sector that means profitability and business success in the long run for the community it means improved income health education and a comfortable and safe environment in which to live Special thanks to Peter Potts for being our editor and sound artist. This podcast was produced by the CGIAR Research Program on Dryland Systems with support from the CGIAR Research Program on Water, Land and Ecosystems. We're also grateful to ICRSAT, the International Crops Research Institute for the Semi-Arid Tropics, for their support as well.